Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Campbell, joined by best-selling author Dr. John Deloney, and we are here for you, America, taking your calls at 888-825-5225. You call in, we'll talk about your life, your money, we'll help, help you take the right next step, and hopefully give you some hope. Baker kicks us off in Charlotte, North Carolina. Baker, welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Hey, um, quick question for you guys. Um, I've been following the Ramsey Solutions now for a couple months, and I feel like I've made some pretty good progress on my debt. Um, and so now I just kind of feel like I'm at the age now where friends are getting married. I have bachelor parties. I have to travel a lot to visit family and friends and that sort of thing. And I feel like every time I put a good chunk of change towards my debt, I feel like something else pops up and I just feel like for the rest of the year, I just have so many things that I have committed to and feel like I need to commit to. And it's kind of like I take, you know, a step forward and then another step back. And it's like, it's just starting to kind of eat at me. And I just don't know how to necessarily go about that with family and friends. How old are you? I am 27 turning 28 soon. Okay. And you're single? Uh, no, I do have a girlfriend and that's kind of why I started following the Ramsey solutions. Cause I'm like, I'd like to get engaged this year. Uh, she somehow wants to say yes to me. And, uh, so yeah, I just want to start setting up my life. All right. I want you to practice something with me. Are you ready? We're gonna do this yeah. in front of all of America. Yeah. All right. Repeat after me. You have to say it exactly as I say it. Okay. Yep. You ready? Mm-hmm. No. All right. Your turn. No. All right. That's it. Ta-da. Nailed it. Nailed well, it. <laughs> hey, th- this, yeah. is the, this is the rest of your life. The rest of your life. Other people are going to want you to be a part of special things. They're going to invite you to things. They're going to include you. They're going to demand that you be a part of the picture they've created for their own world. And for the rest of your life, you're going to have to decide, what are my priorities? Is it getting married? Is it living a peaceful life or is it being the life of the party and showing up to every single thing even though i can't afford it i don't have time for it i'm exhausted i'm sick all those things you're gonna have to make that decision if you learn that now before you get married i'm telling you right now the rest of your life is going to be so much more peaceful but it is hard there's not an easy way to do it yeah no and that's exactly where i've been at you know i feel like i make pretty good money but i kind of just now realize i'm not taking any steps forward where I'm not overly struggling, but now, like you said, it's kind of one of those things where now I don't want to go spend that much money to go on a trip and commit to all this stuff, or sometimes I'd Dude, rather st- just stand tall. Money, stand you know? tall and throw your head back, throw your shoulders back, and be like, nope, I'm, I'm not going to be able to make this one. I love you guys. I hope you'll have so much fun without me, but I'm going to have to sit this one out. Oh, come on, bro. You suck. You. Are- I know, man. I'm not going to be able to do it. George and I were just talking about this off air. Um, and George and I contrary to the the joke I'm always playing on air, is one of my good friends. We're secretly friends, openly enemies. Very secretly <laughs> friends. We don't tell anybody. But um, both of us were just talking about how we thought when you got X dollars that all of your problems go away, that you can just mm-hmm. get the house that you want and the cars that you want and the things that you want and the trips that you want, and it's just not true. And it sounds like you're experiencing some of that also. Like, I just thought when I got to be 27, I had a good job that I could just go to these things yep. and you find yourself still having to make 
make hard choices. And they want you to rent the tux and then buy the tickets and then the Airbnb we got to yeah. split and that's going to be another 300 bucks. Um, and then all three friends are getting married this year. Cool, cool, cool. And I'm, Dan's I'm cousin isn't even going to pitch in because Dan's cousin's an idiot. Right, The whole thing, man, you just got to make some hard choices. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's exactly where I'm at. I mean, crap, to go to a bachelor party, you got to fly. Then to go to the wedding, you got to fly. You got a couple of those a year. I mean, all my time is spent going and doing stuff for other people. And I love those people. And I'm so happy. I'm like, they asked me to be a part of it. But yeah, like you said, now it's just a lot of my money goes towards these commitments where I want to be able to, you know, get engaged, have a wedding and get a house in the next couple of years. But yeah, I need to make sacrifices and that's right. Well, as we've now. often quoted on the show, you need to choose guilt over resentment because what happens is you do all of these things, you're going to resent your buddies because you're still in debt. You're trying to save up for the ring. You're making all of their dreams come true. And I'd rather you ju- choose guilt and go, man, I hate that I can't go, but this is what's best for me right now. And if they're really good friends, they're going to understand. I had friends that couldn't make it to my wedding and my festivities and the bachelor party. And I was like, totally cool, man doesn't change our friendship yeah. one bit can i tell you a morbid exercise now again you got to understand like my family is kind of different than most families my dad's homicide detective we talk about death all the time um yeah but i actually went through an exercise about six months ago writing down for myself this is just all for me which one of my closest friends parents funerals would i attend i was just trying to look at over the next 15 years as my as we're all getting old how many funerals mm-hmm. would i go to would i leave would i hop on a plane for and a it was way more than i thought and all of that comes with a cost and b it also was pretty clarifying because i also i was able to say now i'm going to call in on this one i'm going to send this guy a letter i'm going to write him a note that tells him what his mom meant to me but similar for you man a video of you texted to all your buddies while they're at a bachelor party and be like i'm missing it i can't believe y'all are having so much fun i hope you all have a blast that's it that's good that's good and george mentioned this it's actually not fair to your friends to resent them because they invited you and you didn't have enough courage to say no because you couldn't afford it. That's not cool. It's not their fault. So tell them no. And they get mad. That's fine. They're going to get the feelings hurt. That's fine. Go to the wedding or don't go to the wedding. Send a, send a funny card that you I don't know. I'm just going to make up stuff now. But um, yeah, you're going to have to say no, brother. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, hey, seriously, that's all the info I needed. So thanks, guys. You guys have been like awesome last couple months and me and my brother have been listening to you guys and we definitely want to make our lives better because of you guys. And so I just can't say thanks enough for taking the time to talk to me. Absolutely, man. Me. I'm proud of you. That's a, that's an, a sign of maturity is saying no. It's not a sign that you're weak or that you do just grow up, be better, spend the money. Who cares? Put it on the credit card. That's a sign of weakness and it's a sign of immaturity. So I'm proud of you for taking this step. And, you know, as you look at your budget, it's okay to still enjoy life. We're not telling you you can't do anything. But if you've got a priority to pay off debt, you got to make sure you're setting that money aside to pay off the debt and then set the budget. Hey, I'm going to be able to go to one wedding this year. Which one is it going to be? All right, it's going to be my best, best, best friend. But when that random guy who you kind of knew, but he doesn't have as many friends, so he's asking you, you're going to ask to be like, hey, dude. Sorry, can't make it. Or at 27, you're starting to get getting you're starting to get invited to your buddy's second wedding, and you can just send a note that's like, "That's oh, cool. I'll catch I'll, the next one. There I'll, it I'll is. I'll catch the next one. Uh, I'll send this one out. I'll get I'll get number three. You burnt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, but, but George, we can laugh about it. Telling people we love uh, no is hard. Whether that's parents asking for money, whether that is um, brothers and sisters asking for you know, I need you to come home and do this. You got to take care of this. Or friends just saying we can be a part of our wedding celebration. When you have goals in mind, 
um, when you have dreams, they always come at a cost. Mm. Always. Well, John, you have a great article on how to set boundaries on the Ramsey Solutions website. So we'll make sure to drop that in the show notes. It's a great resource for people that step-by-step walks them through how to do this practically and with kindness, but also firmly for your own benefit. So that is a, that's a good segment there, John. I learned a lot there. Thank you for that. More calls coming up. 888 5225 This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining in amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. SimplySafeDirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Deloney. People have been asking for it, John. Back by popular demand, the Money and Marriage Getaway is back. It's happening this fall, October 24th through the 26th. Join Dr. John Deloney and Rachel Cruz for a weekend away right here in Nashville, Tennessee right at the uh, Ramsey Solutions headquarters at our brand new event center. You get two and a half days of teaching focused on communication, intimacy, and money. And let me tell you, this is the opposite of a boring marriage retreat, if there ever was kind of gets off the rails. Mostly because John's involved. <laughs> Rachel keeps it on the rails. John's goal is to get it off the rails, and that is Rachel worth the Rachel never price even gets on the rails. She's in a pretty nice car out in the parking lot. She's doing fine. She's doing fine. But this is a really great event. It was a special time last year. I got to speak at this event. Don't know if they'll invite me back. 100% no, cha- no chance. Okay, there no it is. Chance. From the horse's mouth. Well, there's going to be lots of Q&A, lots of time to get your answers to real hard questions, and they make it. They bring levity to it all, which is so fun. You're, you and your spouse will walk away with the tools you need to build a deeper connection and win with money together. Platinum tickets already sold out. There's a few VIP tickets left, which include meet and greets with John and Rachel. So go get your tickets before they're gone. Tickets start at $799. That's per couple. And this is, they make it an amazing experience. Our live events team is world class. Regardless if you enjoy John's talks, the live event itself is worth coming for. So go to RamseySolutions.com slash events and lock in your tickets. Start to plan your lodging. Get it in the budget. We'd love to see you guys there in October. All right, let's go to the line. Samantha awaits in Dallas, Texas. What's going on, Samantha? Hi. Um, my question is, I'm eight weeks pregnant, and I'm going to have a baby. Sorry, Woo! I'm so nervous. You're doing great. I'm going to have my third child um, mid-September, and um, my husband and I, we've uh, been working the baby steps, we have the $1,000 emergency fund. We've paid off about $15,000 in debt already. Um, we've cash flowed emergencies and things like that. So we have we have been um, really at it. And um, my question is, I know in the baby steps we're supposed to, I guess when, when there's a pregnancy, we're supposed to stack up like cash and we're supposed to stop um, the baby step two, um, but do we only pay the minimum payment or is it that we're supposed to pay, you know, we're able to pay a little bit over just because there is interest on, on these things. So I think I'm just really nervous No, about don't. that, about the interest continuing to build up and 
Um, no, I understand. Yeah. And that's a hard thing when you look at that interest building up and you want to attack that debt. But, man, you, you there's this life change coming for the third time. And we want to make sure you're prepared for that first because we don't want you to go further into debt. And what tends to happen is people are working on the debt snowball. They're not saving for the kid. They have a thousand bucks. And then the medical bills start to hit. Or there's right. uh, there's an unexpected thing that happens and mom and baby don't get to come home the next day. And that's the stuff that we want to make sure you're prepared for. And that's why I would say minimum payments until baby and mom are home safe. And then what likely happens is you guys have a giant pile of cash to throw at the debt once, once you're home. Okay. Or, or in my house, I thought that a package of diapers would last me a good few weeks. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize... Babies poop 400 times a day. And so yeah. that got way, way more expensive than I was expecting. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay. this was largely unhelpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah What's your I household income I'm, and how much debt do you have? Um, so I bring home, I've about about 4000 And then my husband, his W2 said he made $100,000 last year. Um, but his income varies. He's hourly uh, an electrician. So, um, like right now, he's working 60 hours and he has overtime and it's great. Wonderful. And we have more to throw at the debt. And then there are some months where um, he's, you know, right at that 40 or 48 hour mark. And so it, it's always different. But um, yeah, so he, last year he made 100 and it's continued to go up throughout the years. Wonderful. And then um, I make about 71. So you guys are bringing home like you're you're making one seventy one and bringing home probably close to one one twenty. Yeah, well, I um, I just started earning this, so I've, I've had this job for about six months. Um, so the, my salary is new, but yes, and so we're throwing. Um, I do the budget as if he's only working the the forty hours because that's usual, and then if he just happens to work more. Um. I mean, all of that is, goes to debt. So it's How much like, more debt do you have? Um, so uh, have, I think I said 12000 when I called in, but I, I went back and looked. So I have $7,000 left on our SUV. Um, and we should, if he keeps working the overtime with things in work, it should be paid off by next month. Um, so we should be done with that. And that's going to free up an extra $400 a month. And then... Um, I have about 12700 in a credit card, and then I have $13,000 in a private uh, student loan that I took out, and then about $7,000 in federal student loan, um, but that's deferred because I just graduated, so it, it, okay. I just got the login for that. So you've got about forty grand in consumer debt? Yes. Okay. Well, this is a solvable problem, making 170, and uh, you'll free up that SUV payment. But then I would just, I would just stock up cash, and you're gonna be able to save up a good amount over, you know, six, seven months of just saving. And then baby and mom are home safe, and you guys attack that debt with, you know, the 20 grand you have sitting in that savings account. Okay. So you're gonna make some progress on the back end. Yeah, go for it. Um, So we've, I was able to stay home for a year with both kids. Um, my first two, and then um, this will be the first one that I'm even considering putting in daycare just so that I can get back at it, work for a few months, and then come home. I don't know. 
I feel really uneasy about it. So I don't know if you have any encouragement or advice on that. So you're, um, you're going to probably continue to work and put all three in daycare? Oh, well, so my da- I have my daughter uh, really young, so she's already in grade school. And oh, then, great. Um, and then our, our child, uh, my second child, uh, he's in daycare already. Um, but he didn't start daycare until he was about a year and a half, close to two. And so this would be the first that I'd be leaving in daycare. So it's more the the emotional daycare. level of leaving the, the children and going to work versus the financial? The baby, yes, because my son's already in daycare, so it's more the new baby. I, just the thought of doing it freaks me out, but then I also don't want to... Most of it is my debt anyways, which I know you guys will say. The, it's the, our debt, and my husband's super supportive. He he doesn't look at it that way. I think it's just me, but I think I feel... The, the two like pieces of advice, win. the two pieces of advice I could give you is number one, you're going to get 5,000 different opinions. Mm-hmm. The only two that matter are you and your husband sitting down and making a choice for your home. The second one is, is it's really tempting to feel like whatever decision you make is forever. And it's just simply not. So if you want to try this out for, for, for a month, try it out for 30 days and figure out how you feel, how your baby's doing, how your finances are doing, how your husband's doing. You also have that conversation and then go month by month for the first three or four months. You don't, nothing, no decision here is forever. Okay. And just give yourself a lot of grace. Keep your hands open and just know that some of your family members are going to be like, oh my gosh, she's the worst mom ever. And then (laughs) some of your friends are going to be like, oh my gosh, you really would consider not going back to this job. You make so much money. You're so lucky. And, and you just graduated. You got that degree. You're now you're staying worst. at home. Yeah, just, All of that's going to hit. It's what works for you and your family. And what works for me and my family is different than what works for my friend George and uh, Whitney. And so it's just it's just different. And everybody's got an opinion. And none of them really matter except for you and your husbands. Thank you. Is that cool? Thank you. That, yeah, that's perfect. I feel like I just needed to hear that maybe. No, you're good. You're good. None of these decisions are forever. So hold them really loosely and do it back what works best for each of you in different seasons. And maybe you go, hey, once we're out of debt, I want to stay home. That's right. And that becomes the timeline. And that's the thing you aim for. And uh, there's no right or wrong ways to go about this. It's what's right or wrong for your family right now. And that can change. So thanks for the call. We're excited for you. Congrats on baby number three. We are rooting for you. You're going to be fine no matter what. This is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed. Design experts are always ready to help, even with measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. And shipping is always free. See for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Dr. John Deloney. If you like this show, be sure to check out all the other shows on The Ramsey Network. I've got a 
YouTube channel that is uh, doing wonderfully, John. And I not to be outdone, but the Dr. John Deloney show recently has popped off. It is number three out of all the podcasts in the world right now on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it's pretty wild to see it up there, man. That's mind-blowing. <laughs> it's pretty wild. That's You're just sure. sitting right next to Joe Rogan right yeah. now in the, on the charts, which it's is trip. fantastic. So congrats to you and the hardworking team that pulled this off. It's mostly the hardworking team, but it's good, man. It's well, good. your face is on it, at least. It's a fun time. A yeah. lot of your faces, actually. It's a cool... You guys updated the artwork. <laughs> yeah, I woke up this morning with a text message from the guy who heads the network team and... uh it's kind of hard to wrap your head around it. Yeah. It's a cool achievement, and it means people are getting helped. And so yeah. I love that it keeps moving up the charts as more and more people listen. So go ahead and check it out wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, share it with a friend. Let's get it to number one by the uh, end of the weekend. How about that? Don joins us up next in Minneapolis. Don, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you guys today? Doing well. How are you? Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll get better after today. We got you, brother. Well, What's up? All right. I, uh, I got no debt of nothing, vehicles. I, I got two kids. I got them through college. I'm going to be 67 here in about a week. And I'm looking at either semi-retiring or retiring, but still going to work. And I just want to know uh, on these annuities, I've been listening to you guys, and I want to know where I can get a hold of these. These investors I got around here and talked to and the banks and everything just, I don't know, they don't bring it up if they don't have it or don't have no knowledge on it. I don't know. What do you, what's your goal? The other two nights, huh? What's your goal? Do so you have a pile of money my you goal. want to invest or what? Yeah, I want to make my money make money instead of investing in something where somebody else is going to clean me out. So you're worried that like, a financial advisor is going to kind of trick you into and take all your money? Well, I don't know about the financial part. Two nights ago, I listened to you guys, and there's a 50-year-old lady on there, and she trusted a guy, and she, he cleaned her out $600,000. Yeah, I was on the phone for that one. That was heartbreaking. Okay, so that's what I'm trying to get away from here. And it, around here, that's a lot of people. People don't work. They just want to take your money. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so, there's good apples out there. There's some great, great folks out there. That that that's one of those outside of the bell curve um, situations that she worked with a friend, and the friend um, was uh, like, "Hey, trust me, bro." Just absolutely um, didn't stab her in the back, stabbed her in the face, and yeah, that just is it, it, that's not common, is what I would say. So I would not hold on and be fearful of of that and actually dave worked 30 years ago to create a plan just for people like you um so that they have somebody that they trust because it's scary man it's scary to trust somebody with your money you know what i mean that's your that's your legacy that's your that's your family tree that you're going to leave to your to your kids right 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 that's well then it's uh it's something to fall back on i mean you know if something happens you you know you know you can come home and you got cash you don't have to worry about go borrowing money and everything that because I don't do that. I don't, well, how I much don't money like do you have? Never. Well, I figured it up here. I got about $460,000. In what? That's, be, that's between checking and my CDs, and I got one annuity when I had for the kids. Okay. And that's all I have. And so you're wanting to invest the majority of that to make you money instead of just sitting there in these accounts? Yeah. I'm only getting 1.5% and a half a percent on checking, and the CDs were only getting a 1.5. Oh, gosh. Dude. I mean, I'd move all move it all to a high-yield savings account yeah. today, and you'll do better. You'll get you four or five. You don't need a financial advisor for that. 
Right. Well, where should I go with that? Well, we don't have a trusted partner in that space, but you know, I use one called Marcus by Goldman Sachs. I know Rachel uses one called Ally. And uh, what you're looking for here is an FDIC insured or NCUA insured bank. So that's for credit unions, and that's going to protect your money up to five, uh, up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars per depositor per account. And my account actually came through my SmartVestor Pro. I asked him, "I need a high yield savings account that you trust," and he sent me a link, and that's the one I use. And so there's there's just there there's a number of them, and they're online. But man, they're pretty magical. I just got my tax statement for the year, and we did pretty well. We we made some good money on the side there. Yeah, that's well. That's what I would like to do. Could you mail me something out like that, or we can get you a link? We can have our yeah, team mail send me, you. Mail me all six hundred thousand of your dollars, and uh, I'll uh, I'll send you twenty or thirty back for sure. I'll, I'll get a link to our phone screen or Ebu, and she'll make sure to get that to you. How's that sound? Yeah, that would okay. be great. Then and can... long-term, you need to invest this money because 4 or 5% is great for temporary savings. But for long-term investing, you know, if you look at the track record of the S&P 500, which is just the 500 largest U.S. companies in the stock market, 10 to 12% is what it's been averaging over the long-term. Now, some years it's been down. This year it's back up. And so you don't want to look at it in tiny chunks. And so how much of this money do you need to live for your, day, for your monthly expenses? Is this just extra well, money? This is just extra. I, I still got my job. I, this here is just my backup plan for down the road. If I totally retire, if I want to just sell everything, I liquidate and then move on travel. Do you have any retirement accounts? Yeah, this here. And then I got my pension at work. Okay. So does uh, the pension cover your bills or is that just part of what you're Yeah, it, it, it would. Great. So if this is just gravy money, you can just leave it alone in the stock market. And if you get in touch with a SmartVestor Pro at RamseySolutions.com, they can guide you in choosing some great funds, recommending a bigger strategy. And they don't make any moves without you being involved. So they might make recommendations, but it's up to you. So whenever people call in and say, the financial advisor did this, they're not doing anything without you approving it and saying, this is what I want to do. You've got to stay in the right. driver's seat. And they also, um, I've been in some of those meetings with financial advisors when they kind of pat me on the head um, and treat me like I'm a little bit dumb and a little bit young. I'm a little bit dumb. I'm pretty old now. But it, it's this sense of like, oh, sweet boy, we'll take care of it. And I hate that. I hate it. I earn this, mo- <clears throat> I earn this money. Um, I want your help. And so the thing that I love about the smart investors, one of the cornerstones, by the way, Dave and the trusted team fire them all the time. If they're not mm-hmm. doing it the right way, they're not going to ha- carry Dave Ramsey's name on them, right? They're not going to carry the Ramsey Solutions stamp, uh, the seal on there. Um, but they have a heart of a teacher. What does that mean? We say that all the time. That means they're going to sit down and explain to you what they're doing and why they're doing it and then get your input on why that is. My SmartVestor Pro <clears throat> taught me, walked me through and said, here's what I'm going to do. These are the guidelines. And then I was sitting by Dave, we were having a conversation, and he said, yeah, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. I called my SmartVestor Pro and said, hey, man, uh, I don't want to do X, Y, and Z. And he goes, all right, cool. Right? So it was, it's a partnership. We're working together, but he's teaching me how this whole thing works, and I'm not in the dark in my own life, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's what I want. Think of it this way. Instead of handing your money to somebody who's driving the car, a SmartVestor Pro gets in the, the passenger side while you're driving. 
and they're telling you where to go, where to turn, why you might want to go this way, but you're still driving. And it's scary at first, but man, over the long haul, you feel much more in control of your own life. Right, right. I hope that well, helps, I, I, Don. We'll make sure to get you those resources as well. I'll have Ibu uh, pick back up, and uh, we'll get you a link to the Ramsey Solutions site where you can get connected with a SmartVestor Pro, and uh, we'll get you a link to one of those high-yield savings accounts so you can start moving money over there and have it you'll, – you'll make – you know, 3x what you're making right now. And uh, that's a big piece of the puzzle. Right now, we're at record savings rates for your general savings accounts. So if your bank is offering 0.01%, that sucks. Leave, and so anything leave. beyond they're your checking you account off money. They're making a huge amount of money on the gap between well, what they're offering. Well, and you. the interest rates on debt right now is astronomical. Right. And so the banks are making great money, but they're not passing it on to the consumer. And one of the great things about some of these online high-yield savings accounts is they have less overhead. And so they're able to pass on uh, more higher interest uh, rates than your traditional brick-and-mortar bank. So I've got both. I think it's really wise to have a local bank that you can trust, a credit union, a community bank that you can walk into and talk to a human. But for storing savings, you can go with the high-yield savings account. So... Great question, Don. I'm proud of you. You're doing really well, and I love that you're thinking really intentionally about what to do with this giant pile of money. It's a good problem to have. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Dr. John Deloney. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Mason joins us in Idaho. What's going on, Mason? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. How can we help today? Got a question. I'm going through lineman school in the fall, and then after you get out of lineman school, you have a four years apprentice, and you usually travel around to wherever they send you for four years. So most people just buy a fifth wheel and live out of that for four years. So I was wondering, is it okay since you're living out of four years to get a loan on it? and pay it off or should you buy a cheap one and then save up and pay cash for a nice one do you know what show you're calling yeah yeah <laughs> what do you think we're gonna say pay cash for it ta-da why are you wanting to take out a loan or why do you feel like you have to just because of the price of the, the price of those and, um, yeah and the amount I, I, mean, I don't have enough saved up because I'm paying for the school cash Remind me, can you not rent in your area? What was the purpose of living in the RV? People usually don't do the rentals because uh, you move around. You can move every, depends on who you're with, but every three to six to eight months for four years. So the cost to buy one over four years compared to renting in the house while always moving, that's kind of why people do it. And I would tell you, if you continue to do financial things, based on what, quote-unquote, most people are doing, you're going to remain broke. I don't know anything about the lineman industry up in, in Idaho. I can tell you it sounds very similar to the oil fields in West Texas where I lived for a long time. And those guys seasonally make an astounding amount of money. And they go buy $150,000 trucks and they buy big RVs and they end up with buying, putting this money into depreciating assets, they end up with nothing. And then they have to wait till the next bust is over and the next boom kicks up. So all I have to say is swim upstream on this one, man. Scratch and claw. Get the crummiest camper that you can safely live in that you can buy with cash and just save it up. I promise you on the back end, it's going to be better. 
and everyone's going to make fun of you. We know what you're making, bro. What are you doing? Fine. Cool. I don't owe anybody any money. That's kind of how I do my life. And just swim upstream. And you're going to look up in five years and the thought of borrowing money on a depreciating asset is going to seem silly to you then. Even though I know it makes, in your head, it makes sense right now. Uh-huh. And the worst part, Mason, is what's going to happen is two years from now, you're going to call us back and say, what do I do? I'm underwater on an RV and I can't sell it. I uh-huh. owe 50. It's only worth 30. And I'd say yeah. that because we took that call this week. And I don't want that for you or your future. And so I'm going to find a different solution. Do you know the how long these are going to be, the contracts, as you enter a new city? Uh, it depends because with your apprenticeship, you have to you have to get certain hours in different fields. So you could stay with a company if they have enough hours in each field for a year or something. But if they don't, you just get bumped to the next. You don't really have a choice of where you go. You just get bumped to the next company so you can get your certain hours in that certain work. I would just go for a, maybe a shorter-term lease when you rent somewhere and go, all right, I'm going to do six months, and after that I might go month to month if I think things might change rapidly. Or I'm going to find someone else to take over my lease. Or go These are to, all things that I've done. Um, go to some of these places that are so overbuilt with apartment complexes. And that might not be in all of your areas, but go to the front desk and say, I'm a lineman. I may be here three months. I may be here six months. I'll pay $150 extra a month to go month to month out the gate. I will always pay my bills. I'm going to be on time. I'm not going to cause a ruckus here. And they may just sign They may just sign you up. And then you get to sleep uh, in an actual bed, not in a in a something with wheels on it. Okay. That makes sense. But just, just stamp that on your soul. I don't borrow money. It's just, I'm just a guy who doesn't borrow money. And what that does is it forces you to figure out other options. And it's astounding how many other options there can be sometimes. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's just, I got to take five jobs and not sleep for the next three months. And it's awful. But often there's some solutions out there um, that are just contrary to what everyone else is doing. And that's the hardest thing to do when all your buddies are going one way and you're like, I'm actually going to go over here. I'm like, yeah. dude, what do you, you could get an RV. It'll be so much cheaper. Yeah. Except you're underwater on this depreciating asset mm-hmm. and you can't sell it when you want to get out of it. So thanks for the call, man. I hope you take that off the table and you'll get real creative once you do that. Hunter is in Charleston, West Virginia. Hunter, welcome to the Ramsey show. Howdy. How are you? Good. How are you doing? How can we help? I'm all right. Um, I'm starting aviation school to become a pilot. And as you probably can assume that comes with a hefty price tag. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I know how much Dave is against taking out any type of debt, but I was wondering if that would be something he would consider worth doing or y'all would consider worth doing. Uh, I guess just as one time. No, I'm just kidding. Only for aviation school. How cool school. would that be if we were like, Hunter, you are the exception, man. You did it. <laughs> We've never met a pilot um, who uh, got out of school with $150,000 in student loans and there was a downturn or one of the major airlines laid a bunch of people off. I can't remember that ever happening. So yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy, man. How much is this going to cost? Um, I haven't totaled it all up completely, but it was looking like it would be around 100000 Okay. Over how many years? Four. So four years, hundred thousand. How much money do you have right now? Right now, to put towards it, I only have about twenty. Okay, so you have twenty k. It's a good start. Do you have any debt? No. Wonderful. And what are you doing right now? Are you working? Right, right now, I work part time at the UPS um, warehouse in my area. Part time. What are you making? Um, it makes twenty one, twenty one an hour. That's so amazing. It's about. It's about 30k a year 
That's incredible. People are always calling in, and we're like, hey, you can go make 20 bucks an hour at your local UPS. And they're like, now what? And there you are, just doing the dang thing. Okay, so what what would it look like to do this at the speed of cash? How quickly could you save up another 30 and get started on that two years and then work part-time while you're in school? It'd probably take a while because now I have, now I'm living on my own paying rent and bills, so that savings is slowly depreciating. You have a roommate? Uh, I did, but he just moved out. Okay, so you're paying the full rent on your own right now? Yeah. That's a bad plan. Let's get another roommate ASAP. Yeah. I had roommates all the way up until I was married, and it's one of the reasons I was able to have margin to get out of debt and to save up for things. So I'd highly encourage you to just keep your expenses low. You're a young dude, a hard worker. How old are you, man? 23. Yeah. It feels like the rest of your life. Um, the difference between being 27 and starting something and 30 and starting something when you're in your 40s, is it's it's a blink of an eye. But I know that when you're 23, it feels like 27 is 100 years away. So I get like, I remember that dude. I remember that angst. Like, I got to go now. And the people who are in their 30s and 40s would just smile and be like, you're you're good, man. Slow down. Um, it, w- what about uh, enlisting and letting the uh, Air Force train you? I've thought about that, but I don't know if I'd be able to go away for six months with my family the way they are because you have to go away. I don't think it's six months. It's like three months. for uh, With your family, do you have, you have a child? No, I have uh, my grandpa. He's been sick lately. Okay. And... My mom would just stress too much if I was gone. All right, well, I'm sure she would. She would get used to it. But well, yeah, and, and and at some point, it's it's not your job to make sure your mom's okay. That's her job to yeah. get the support and resources that she needs to be okay and to help her father. Um, that's a lot of weight on a 23 year old. Here's the thing: you can create a world where there's always going to be excuses, and this is just the easiest path forward. George and I, for a living, sit with people. With their face covering up their their I mean their face in their hands because they're a hundred thousand dollars in the hole they have no job prospects the thing that was just the guaranteed thing is suddenly gone um, we talked to somebody the other day with two hundred grand in a computer science everyone said get computer science computer science computer science and now if you look at some of the AI stuff man coding's gonna be different real real quick right all that to say is. Our number one thing we're going to tell you every time, save up the money, figure this out, take a couple of years extra, go slow, work all the way, whatever you got to do, just don't owe people money. It just makes everything different and safe on the back end. I'd go work full time for the next year, year and a half, and then that money can be used to start this pilot journey for the next few years and cash flow the rest, working part time. That's how we would do it, man. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to co-host Dr. John Maloney, all the folks in the booth, and you, America. We'll be back before you know it.